Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 61 for the 20th of Shvat in a leap year. And today is going to be a really interesting episode. We're continuing with chapter 23. And we've been discussing so far, if you remember, this idea of trying to understand God's commandments by way of analogy of looking at a person and looking at ourselves and looking at our limbs. So often the God's commandments are called God's limbs or organs. This the word is ever, ivarim, which can sometimes be translated as limbs, organs, you know, whatever it is. And there's 248 positive commandments. There's thought to be, according to Torah, 248 organs of the human body. And we discussed how the 248 organs that we have are what allow us to have our will be manifest. So we gave the example of like, you know, when I want to go get a glass of water from the kitchen, I use my limbs to do so. And it's like this immediate process. There's no interruption between I want to walk, I want to do something and it happens immediately. So there's this like really, really strong connection between my limbs and my will. And we talked about how this is an analogy for understanding God and God's commandments and how God's commandments are can be thought of as being the body to the soul, which is God's will. So similarly to how our limbs or our organs are subservient and are totally just manifestations of our will, so too are God's commandments just totally nullified and subservient and direct expressions of his supernal will. So what we're going to get into today is sort of like where these, you know, we, we talk about things in this like anthropomorphic kind of way, you know, and talking about the human, talking about God, where, where, um, you know, we, how we are created in the image of God and all of that. Now, what's really interesting, I think about today's Tanya is we're going to kind of bring these two worlds together in a really interesting way where we're going to see that us as humans can actually trans verse into the world of God and and our organs can actually move into the realm of godly organs and godly limbs and we'll see that this is actually something that the four that our forefathers they epitomized this they were the archetypes of this and so the way this works so it's actually a pretty logical way of understanding it. So so here's how it works. And then I'll, I'll explain it in my words. And then we'll go into the Tanya to see how the ultra explains it. So if you understand this idea that all of our limbs are subservient to our will, and then we understand how the mitzvahs are 
God's limbs and they are subservient to his will. So, you know, if you think about like those, you know, those exercises that sometimes they have on tests, like, like, I don't know if it's like SAT test, IQ test or whatever, where they give you like an analogy, like they'll say something like, uh, apple is to tree as, and then it gives you like a full few multiple choice and you have to figure out which analogy fits best. And it might be something like, you know, apple is to tree as, baby is to mother, you know, something like that, because both of them come from the mother. So here we can think of it in the same way that human limb is to human will as mitzvah is to God's will. That's that's kind of how we can think about it. About it. So, okay, so I want that to be really clear. I know I'm taking a while to get there. Now, what happens, we can choose with our will to do many different things, right? We can choose to walk to the park. We can choose to dance. We can choose to lift up our arms to the sky, you know, whatever it is that we want to do. So what if we choose to use our will to do things which God wills, to do God's commandments? So what's happening then is there's this merging that happens. And that ha- what happens is that our limbs actually take on this thing where they become vehicles for God's will. And what is God's will? It's God's limbs. So our limbs and God's limbs kind of turn into this like merging process where we become these like messengers for bringing about God's will into the world. And so this is why we can understand that the Avos, the, the, our forefathers were called the chariots for God, because this is, this is how they live their lives where they chose to use their their limbs and their organs to do God's will all the time. That is exactly what they were doing at all moments. So their entire being was a vehicle for God's will. So let's look at the Tanya and see how the Alter Rebbe breaks this down in his words. So so if you remember last time, we were talking about how we left off saying that the mitzvahs can be thought of as a body to a soul in relation to God's supernal will. So then it says that so too, the external garment of the godly soul within man that keeps the mitzvahs is, which is the power and the aspect of action of it, which becomes vested within the vitality of the doing of the mitzvah. So, okay, so let's break that down. Is that when you are actively doing a mitzvah, what's happening is that your godly soul becomes vested within the power of action. So it's so this is this is what's happening. And this also becomes what happens then is that this godly soul that you have also becomes like a body for the soul, which is what is the soul? Is the soul of the supernal will and becomes totally nullified to it completely. And so too do all of the organs of your body, of the, the organs of the the body of the man who is keeping this mitzvah because the power and the aspect of action of the the godly soul that is vested within it in the time that it is doing the mitzvah they become like a real chariot to the supernal will for example the hand which gives out stuckai that gives out charity to poor people or the hand or any other organ of the body that's doing another mitzvah or the feet that walk to do a mitzvah, or the mouth and the tongue that speak words of Torah, 
or the mind that thinks about words of Torah or thinks about fearing God or the greatness of God, blessed be he, and all of these different things. And this is why our sages taught that the Avos, the forefathers, are the chariot because their entire limbs, all of their organs, they were all totally holy and totally separate from the aspects of this world, from worldly affairs. And they were only a chariot just for the supernal will alone, their entire lives. So that's the, uh, that's the entry for today. And so just again, a little recap is what we're, what we're saying here basically is that when a person does a mitzvah, what's happening if we break it down in a technical way is we're saying that their godly soul becomes a vestment, becomes a garment for God's will. And it, the, and not only the godly soul, but the godly soul uses the body to do it, right? Because the godly soul can't do anything physical on its own. It's a totally spiritual thing. So the godly soul, together with the person's physical body, actually become garments and thus become like bodies for the soul of the supernal well of God. So in really simple English, what this is saying is that when a person does a mitzvah, what they're doing is they're allowing their godly soul to have access to their body to ha- make their body into a vehicle for God and to a total chariot that is 100% subservient and like a channel, a pure channel to bring about God's will into the universe. So I hope that made sense. And uh, we're going to continue with this tomorrow. I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzchak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.